Readers Entertainment Radio presents Book Lights with your host, author Lisa Kessler. Book Lights, where we're shining a light on good books. Hello, everyone. It's still July. If you don't remember me, <laughs> it's been about a month since we've had a Book Light show, but I'm Lisa Kessler, your host, and I write paranormal romances and also thrillers now as well. And thank you so much for those who sent messages of encouragement. My dad had that big health scare and I was out of town. And so anyway, I missed you guys this last month. I'm really excited, though, because today we have an international author on calling us all the way from over in Greece, and it's Karina Contis. She writes a little bit of everything, so I can't wait for you guys to meet her. If you haven't read her books yet, I'll read her bio here so you can get to know her. Karina is a best-selling author of 14 titles covering most fiction genres, including thriller novels and award-winning young adult fiction. She's also won awards for her documentary and short films at international film festivals, so she's multi-talented. She's also a booktuber, a podcaster, a radio host, and also owns Author Assist, helping indie authors with promoting and marketing their books. You can learn more at her website. I did put a link there, right there on the Blog Talk site. So if you're listening live today or if you're listening later, feel free to click that link anytime and see what she's up to. There's a whole bunch of content over there on her website. And I don't want to delay any longer. Are you there, Karina? I am. Ah, thanks so much for being on the show today. So you have a whole bunch of different genre books, and I had tried to track down the most recent one, and I thought it was the YA fantasy, but you told me before the show that you actually have some new dark romances that just came out, right? Road Rage and Road Construction? Yeah, Road Rage and Broken Chains. (laughs) Oh, Broken Chains. Okay, sorry. Obviously, I can't hear very well all the way over here around the world. (laughs) I like that title, though, for a book, Road Construction. (laughs) Well, you know, now I'm giving you hints for the next book in the series. (laughs) Dark Romance Construction Worker. Dark dark Romance is uh, a new genre to some people, but it's actually really taking over when it comes to um, sales. Women love to uh, read about sex, as we already know, because of erotica and Fifty Shades and all that. But they also love to read about violence. I don't know why, but it gets them going, I suppose. So books with sex and violence mixed together are becoming bestsellers. And I knew when I wrote it, when I started writing Broken Chains, which is a dark mafia thriller, I knew when I started writing it that it was a very special book. I knew before I finished it that it was going to be my bestseller, and it has. Um, It's currently being worked on as an audio. It's translated in Greek. It's being translated into Italian and French as we speak. Wow. Um, This is a book that involves MI5 in uh, the UK, and uh, the Italian, the Greek, and the Russian Mafia. So it's very explicit, it's very graphic, and women are loving it. Wow. And 
I I didn't even know there was a Greek mafia too. That's <laughs> that's cool. How did you rope in all of those different things into one book? Well, what happens with me is I said you get a passion for a genre, which is why I have so many books in different fiction genres, and I have to binge read these books in this genre, and then I have to watch all the films in that genre and watch all the TV shows. So I went through maybe 30, 40 books to do with Mafia. I watched The Godfather. I watched, um, uh, what were the other ones? Um, oh, all the ones with Al Pacino and... Uh, and uh, oh, Scarface. The, yeah, not Scarface, a bit, bit older than that. Reservoir Dogs was another one. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, there was just so many. But I watched them all, and then I watched TV shows. And when I'm finally full, and um, my addiction for this uh, genre is, is over, then I'm ready to write my own. And so um, after reading and watching, I had my own story. And it wasn't something taken from someone else's book. This was something that came to me. It started off as a short story, which you can actually find in my short story collection, Heads and Tales. It started off as a short story called Spooks. I took that short story and left that as a prologue to Broken Chains. And so it started off as a story about MI5 and agents and stuff. And then suddenly the Greek uh, mafia came into it. Um, Lots of twists, so I can't give too much away. Um, And then the Italian and the Russian decided to gate crash. So (laughs) when you're having, you know, when you're having... um, mafia characters screaming in your head all the time you have to listen to them (laughs) and so they needed to be put in the book as well and it just all fit together like a puzzle it was just so perfectly in sync with with each other of what how each of them played a main part of the book and this one character poor girl i put her through hell and back um does she get her happy ever after I don't know. You'd have to get the book to find out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love the idea that it started with a short story. I That actually mm-hmm. happened to me, too. My my first werewolf pack, um, Moonlight, the first chapter of it was actually a short story that I wrote. And then um, my husband kept pushing me to find out, so what happens next? And and I next thing I knew, I had a whole series off of it um, from that one short story. So I love that you use that for inspiration. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know. Uh, I was, I was going to work on that and make it into a novel from that short story. I had no idea it was going to turn into a dark mafia romance. Well, you don't. When you start a book, you have an idea, I, I, I don't plot. I'm a pantser. Um, oh, so me too. <laughs> I have an idea. I know where I'm going to go. I don't know where I'm going to end up. Um, and you just let, you know, you let the characters uh, tell you where to go. You let the story, it basically writes itself. I know that's hard to believe for people listening now, but when you're in the zone and you're, you're writing, your fingers are just uh, rushing over the keyboard. You don't pay attention to what you're doing. And when you look at it later on, when you're out of the zone, you've written gold. And that's <laughs> the most amazing place to be because that's when the best writing comes out. 
That's true. But I also have times when I need the book to get done and things aren't flowing. And I look at my friends who are plotters with so much envy. <laughs> you guys know what's going to happen. I wish I knew. <laughs> Do you ever hit times I, like that? Yeah, well, sometimes I, I have to write a few notes down for later on to remember things and not have to go through a manuscript on find on word find to, to, to look for uh, mm-hmm. right for. Yeah. But, um, but that's about the most plotting I do for any of my books so far yeah I'm I'm not a big plotter either but sometimes I wish I was <laughs> I, luckily I mean I don't have deadlines I, I write when I want to write I write when I'm ready to write so I don't I don't give myself a force to so many words each day or anything like that so and of course with my business and doing everything else that I'm doing I'm working 10 hours a day on that during the week and I only have the oh my weekend gosh. to promote my books and to write wow well I, yeah. since that sort of dovetails into it so you have your own side business where you help other indie authors do you want to tell everybody about that a little bit Yeah, sure. It's called Author Assist. It started in 2015. And basically, I help from anywhere to brainstorm an idea, right through to the publishing process, then the marketing and promotion of their books. So many people hold their beautiful book in their hands and think, now what? And they haven't a clue the next step. Some people hold the book in their hand and it's not beautiful because they haven't got a professional cover. They never had it professionally edited. Um, it's not been formatted correctly. Um, they need help. That that should right. that book should not be published. And then you have others that are fortunately burnt by vanity presses that are still out there and they've paid so much money to have their book mm-hmm. published with all of these dreams given to them. And when they finally get the book in their hand. It hasn't even been edited and there's nothing they can do and they won't get their money back and they'll keep asking for more and more money. And so, I mean, again, I've helped authors get out of that situation as well. So I'm basically your fairy godmother. I'm fairy godmother to <laughs> authors. Um, I've, I've been in I love it. 27 years and everything I've learned, I want to give back to authors. So not only do I do services like uh, a VA and and promote their book uh, during the week, whatever. I also do one-on-one training, and I teach them how to do it themselves so they never have to pay for someone to do it again. I love that. And if there's someone listening who's, you know, thinking about writing a book or maybe they wrote a nano book and they don't know what to do with it next, how do they contact you for help with that? Um, you can find my website, uh, which is um, author assist uh, on uh, wordpress.com, and uh, my email, which is kgantas, K A N T A S, author assist, all small letters, at gmail.com. And you can find me, uh, contact me as Karina Gantas on Facebook. I'll still answer you, even if it's to do with business. I'm on there nearly 24 <laughs> 7, so you'll always catch me on there. May I read the the blurb for Broken Chains? Sure, sure. Okay. Um, If only she stuck to singing in bars. If only the idea of wanting to become an author 
had never entered her mind if only she never met alex that one meeting caused an avalanche of fate to clash with a dangerous destiny that forced liz finley to become one of the most wanted women in the world stalked by three deadly mafia bosses liz has to learn to survive passed from one brutal hand to another tortured and abused it's her blood her name which lands her in trouble each time now it's up to liz to find the strength accept and become who she's meant to be and finally break the chains that bind her oh i love it it sounds it sounds very intriguing and how much of you is in her if she's a writer <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, as you know, as an author, you always put yourself in all of your books. So, I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's some very dark and, and violent uh, themes in this book because I'm not sugarcoating it. I'm talking about the mafia here. And so, right. um, I, 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 like I say, I mean, I, I don't bother with trigger warnings, you know, from my cover you know from the blurb what you're going to get and if you don't and if you if you don't want to read that kind of book don't buy it um but um i've had to go through basically what she went through i had to put myself in her shoes and go through those um graphic uh, scenes that she did and um it takes you to a dark place but it when that happens that's when the writing again is gold because it comes out how it's supposed to come out. It puts the reader in that situation so they can feel what she's feeling. It takes them away from the reality they're living now into a totally different one. Um, but it's so exciting at the same time. And there's, when you think you know what's going on in that book, you really don't. There are so many twists to it. Um, so it's intriguing. So. It's dark, I mean, dark romance is just taken over now, and uh, it's, uh, I'm so proud of the book. It's um, got um, five-star reviews all down the board, um, been reviewed uh, editorial, uh, with the Kane top pick of Author Shout Awards, also top ten of the Indie Book Awards, um, and uh, it's, um, I don't think it's going to be the last, Mafia book I write. It is a standalone, so you don't need to read oh, anyone it's a before or after. It, uh, Broken Chains, it is a standalone. If I do okay. another Mafia book, um, it will be, again, a different Mafia, different situation. It wouldn't be a uh, series. Okay. The only series will be would be a Mafia series, but it won't be a follow-on. But with Road Rage, which is book four of a series, Again, it's a standalone. You can read it without reading the ones uh, before it. This is a dark motorcycle club romance. We call this dark MC romance, MC standard for motorcycle club. We're referring to outlaw motorcycle clubs such as uh, Hells Angels, Mongols, and other ones you may have heard of. And if you ever watch the TV program Sons of Anarchy, you get an idea what you're going to get from this book. Um, it's a fast-paced uh, dark romance, plenty of mischief, murder, and mayhem. Beautiful and yet scarred, Jem works in the supermarket, living the safe life she's chosen after surviving a violent past running with an outlaw motorcycle club. 
Excitement beckons in the form of a handsome biker named Shep, who introduces her to the rest of his legit racing club, Rage. However, members of Rage won't accept Jem until she proves herself, and Shep sees her as no more than a trophy for his drugged-up ego. Jem then makes the mistake of getting involved in Rage's illegal activities, which lands her back in the arms of the Outlaw Motorcycle Club and a horrific conclusion. Again, this one, when I say part of the series, you don't need to read the books before because the only reason they're in a series is because they're all about outlaw motorcycle clubs, but they do not follow on. This is a whole different book. And what started out, again, as a book that I wanted to write about a different kind of motorcycle club, not the Hells Angels type outlaw. I wanted to write about the sponsored racing circuit Superbike Club. So they're the ones mm-hmm. that are racing around the circuits on those beautiful machines. So it started, okay. the story started off with Rage being this um, superbike racing uh, club. But then the Hawks decided to gate crash. And the Hawks are the outlaw, <laughs> outlaw motorcycle club. And so if you see the actual cover, you'll see two different types of clubs on the front cover. And, um, yeah, it started off as one thing, and it, they, they crashed and basically told me they they, <laughs> they had to be in the book or else. Um, and so I put them in, and, uh, again, they meshed so well together. The story lines up so well. And, again, I put my main character through hell. And, again, it's graphic, explicit, and it's a, a really exciting book, and that's Road Rage. Oh, very nice. And that one is a series, though? Are there going to be other books in it? The When I say the series, right now there's In Times of Violence, Huntress, Lawless Justice, and Road Rage. Now, the only two that will actually follow on to one another is In Times of Violence and Huntress. Lawless Justice is a vigilante uh, thriller about an outlaw motorcycle club, but a female out or Outlaw Motorcycle Club called The Kittens. And then Road Rage is about two totally different types of motorcycle clubs, the Outlaw and the ones that in the public look like they are uh, legit, even though behind closed doors they're not, as you find out in the book. Um, And like I said, the only reason they've been put into a series is because they're all about Outlaw Motorcycle Clubs. So the series is called Outlaw. Um, there won't be any I more see. books in that, um, but Road Rage and uh, Lawless Justice can both be read as a uh, standalone. Well, so can Huntress. You don't need to read the first book. What happened was... Okay, um, but if but if you want to um, read the whole series, you can binge read it, right? It's all finished? Of course you can. Of course you can. But in Times of Violence, right. the first one is Young Adult, okay, and the rest are all 18+. plus. So... I can't put a young adult into a box set with 18 plus books. So mm-hmm. over the years, I've, ha- I've always had the, the idea of writing in times of violence, adult edition. And the reason I left it until now, 27 years later, is because I wasn't ready to write it. But after writing Broken Chains and Road Rage and being in a different style of writing and being a mature, a much more of a, a mature author, I'm ready now to write that book and for it to be what it was supposed to have been from the beginning. So that's what I'm currently working on at the moment. 
Oh, wow. So I was going to ask you what's next, but you're rewriting the book to make it adult? The, the young adult is going to stay as it is. That's the whole story in itself. Um, what I should have done was just copied that, added some sex, added some violence, and called it adult edition, but I didn't. I started writing. I don't know what happened. Four pages in, I started a brand new story. And I'm 60,000 <laughs> words in now, and except for the character's names, it has nothing to do with the young adult version. Oh, well. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm glad. I mean, this is how the book was meant to be, and I think that's why it took 27 years before I was ready to write it, because back then I wasn't. I see, yeah. And so you're going to make a box set of all of them when you finish it? When, yeah, they've all got new covers now. When in times of violence, young adult, look, in times of violence, adult version is out and published, then the four books, Times of Violence, Huntress, uh, Lawless Justice, and Road Rage would go into a box set. So you're busy. You have lots of things coming up. I do, yeah. I have, um, I'm taking, uh, eventually I'll be taking all of my e-books off of uh, Amazon. I have a new imprint for um, the publications with uh, Ingram Sparks, and I'll be selling directly from my own uh, site. So people can actually pay the author and not pay any uh, greedy uh, corporations. Wow, so you're going to be off of Amazon. Are you on any of the other sites too, like Kobo and Barnes and & Noble? And... Yeah, exactly. I'm with Drafted Digital, and all my eBooks will be with Drafted Digital, which covers Apple, iBooks, iPads, whatever, and uh, Barnes and & Noble, Kobo, and another like six other different outlets. My paperback books will be on Amazon because they will be used in Amazon as a bookshelf it will be published through Ingram Sparks, who then distributes and and uh, has the book sold on Amazon and other places. I so see. anyone needs but you're going to but you're going to put them on your website so people can buy them direct. Exactly, they can get a book for their Kindle directly from me, cheaper than what it costs online. And you are paying the author what the book is worth. It's going in their pocket. You're not paying a third person. And this is the, the marketplace is changing. This is what's happening now, Lisa. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, there's a lot of things going on with Amazon that makes it hard for authors to be able to eat. So I completely understand. <laughs> so many, so many authors are selling directly now because they deserve to, to be paid for, I mean, publishing a book is not cheap for those that think it's free. Right. It's not. It's, it's expensive. And then you have all that time that they, the author spends marketing and promoting the book. Um, they should get what they pay, you know, what they um, ask for their book. I mean, the, the book's mine, they're four ninety nine for for an e-book. It's nothing. Four ninety nine. And if you bought that right. off of Amazon, I would get maybe a euro off that. Right. So, 
And and I they have that, a horrible return policy on, oh, on don't, digital don't books. Even, don't so, even yeah. start me on that, Lisa. That's, <laughs> don't even start me on that. Oh, my God, I could go on that Amazon rant. But I will not because um, I am keeping my paperbacks on there because Amazon is the number one book place. It is the number is. one place people go to buy books. When mm-hmm. I promoted Road Rage and Broken Chains, people immediately went to Amazon to get the ebook. They saw the ebook wasn't there and they bought the paperback. I never sold so many paperbacks before in, in all my books. Wow. And then when people wow, that's me, amazing. Can I get where can I get the Kindle book? Well, you buy it directly from me. Those files can be used on any e-reader. A Nook, mm-hmm. Kobo, Kindle, any e-reader, any computer, any reading device, that file that you buy from me, you'll be able to read from your Kindle. I love that. Well, I wanted to ask you, because you have been in publishing for a long time, and our readers are always curious what your writing journey looked like. When did you, you know, decide, I'm going to be a writer, and when did your first book come out? How did all that happen for you? Um, Always had a wild imagination at school. Um, When my English teacher told me that I would never be a writer, it was quite an incentive to prove her wrong. Yeah, yeah, and I was horrible. told I had dyslexia when I was 16 before I left school and had to do the dog sat on the mat uh, lesson when I was 16, um, which I didn't have dyslexia in the end. Uh, so it was really to, to prove people that I could do it. I'm a big fan of Essie Hinton's The Outsiders and all her novellas. And um, I went to the library after reading them all and looked for other books similar, and I could not find any. And I was like, well, there's your hole. There is the hole. There's your marketplace. And so in Times of Violence, Young Adult Edition was born, and that was published the first edition, because it's been published a few times now, different covers. The first edition was about 20 years ago. And that's how my journey started. Um, After In Times of Violence, I did many short stories and flash fiction that went into um, e-zines and anthologies and newspapers and everything. And then I put those together into two collections and published them myself once I got the rights back. And then the fans were screaming for a sequel to In Times of Violence. I had no intention of writing another book. You know, I got it out of my system. But, uh, <laughs> you know, when they, when they start shouting, you know, you have to listen to your fans. So, That's uh, right. Huntress was born. After Huntress, I decided I would thread it with male, chauvinistic, uh, alpha, dominant um, clubs. And I wanted a female one. And so uh, Lawless Justice is the next one. And currently being read by someone who may be turning it into a screenplay. Oh, exciting. And you write screenplays too, but you haven't done that for your own books yet? I don't write screenplays. I wish I did. Um, It's a whole different uh, type of writing. I I tried, I got through to maybe two pages of In Times of Violence and just gave up. It's so so difficult, much more difficult than writing a novel. Now, I've um, 
I've got my awards for book trailers that I've created for my book oh. and my clients' books. And um, oh. when you when you think of a, an international film festival, you think of full films, you know, one hour, two hours. But there are actual festivals out there for short films. And I was thinking, well, surely a trailer would be classed as a short film. And so I went to take a look, and they actually had um, – submissions for trailers so I'm wow thinking, okay, that's film trailers but then would they accept a book trailer I thought I'll give it a go you know I'll, I'll put my submission in um two years later 16 17 awards now for I wow think, my doc my documentary and seven different trailers wow that's amazing how cool do you still make book trailers Oh, yes, that's uh, one of my, I'm actually making one now for uh, a client. And I actually got an email yesterday to say that um, my book trailer for Road Rage just won first surprise as an experimental film in another international film festival contest. I just got that email today. Wow, congratulations. You heard it here first, everyone. So where can we go watch the award-winning book trailer? Over on YouTube. Just look for Karina Gantus, and they are all on there. Um, the narrations, because I do narrations as well, like excerpts from authors' books. All the videos are on there, about 120 different videos. All the book trailers oh. I've done from the first one that was just music and pictures to now with special effects and and video wow. and um, that's and amazing stuff to do with um, marketing on there for authors as well um, there's so much on my YouTube channel so pop over there and subscribe and watch a few videos oh very nice well we're out of time but I wanted to ask you really quick how can readers get in touch after they read the book and they're excited are you on Facebook Twitter where do they find you I am at Absolutely everywhere but if you go to my link tree it has every one of my links for my books for my social media for my website for my newsletter and it's link tree and then when you go tr you do a dot then ee slash karina ganter small letters and that will take you to every single link for me online oh perfect so it's all in one place well thanks so much it for being is. here karina it was great no, chatting with you, you so again. It's been wonderful speaking with you again, Lisa. Yeah, you take care, and everybody go out and check out Road Rage, and you can see the award-winning book trailer over on YouTube. But I believe Road Rage is available everywhere, so go grab your copy. Thanks for joining us on Book Lights. Be sure to connect with us at www.readersentertainment.com for articles, blogs, videos, and podcasts that matter to readers.